Hey everyone, here at Emmaus Footnotes, we are continuing season five with our daily reflections on the Psalms. These podcasts are meant to serve as aids in nurturing the habit of reading a Psalm each day as a structured part of our prayer. We are praying Psalm 1 on January 1st, Psalm 2 on January 2nd, and so on. We hope these short reflections on the first 30 Psalms serve as a companion to your practice. Here is Pastor Nathan Oates. Psalm 29. Ascribe to the Lord, you heavenly beings, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord thunders over the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks in pieces the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon leap like a calf, Syrian like a young, wild ox. The voice of the Lord strikes with flashes of lightning. The voice of the Lord shakes the desert. The Lord shakes the desert of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord twists the oaks and strips the forests bare. And in his temple all cry glory. The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord is enthroned as king forever. The Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. The scholarly consensus on Psalm 29 is that it is an older Canaanite psalm taken over by Israel with only the name of the deity changed. So the assertion is that they basically took an old Canaanite hymn and changed the name of whatever Canaanite deity to the name of the Jewish God, Yahweh, which is represented in the English translations as the Lord in all capital letters. Is this the best we can do? (laughs) Change the name of the deity? This is strange. Usually, almost always, my studies deepen my sense of reverence for the Bible. Occasionally, I come across something that is just strange to me, that just strikes me as, are you serious? Is this the best we can do? When I was in college in Chicago, I went downtown and I went to this church to worship on Sunday. And it was at the pinnacle of the popularity of Michael Jordan. He was ruling the NBA. They were winning championships. This is Chicago, where he plays, where he lives. And he was just like a king, almost like a god in Chicago. And in an effort to rouse the congregation to more inspired worship, I remember this minister standing up and saying over and over again, Jesus is our Michael Jordan. Jesus is our Michael Jordan. It was so awkward to me. I was so uncomfortable about it. (laughs) We might start early in our faith, I think, by comparing Jesus to other people and other things. I hope, though, that we grow so that Jesus defines all other things and that every part of our life 
is true only so far as it accurately reflects the character of Jesus. In other words, how should we define a good marriage? Well, a marriage is good only insofar as it reflects the character of a loving God and the grace of Christ. How do you define a good father? Well, a father is good only to the degree that he demonstrates the character of God to his children. I'm a good father only to the point that my children can look to me and accurately learn something about God that is true. How do you define a good church? Well, a church is good only to the degree that it demonstrates the teachings of Jesus in action. So, rather than trying to compare Jesus to other things in our life, I hope that we can grow to a place where Jesus establishes the standard and we we regard the truth of all other things in view of Jesus. So, in other words, let's not take national ethics and simply replace the name America with the word Jesus. Simply substitute the United States with the word Jesus and be okay with that. Let's not take political platforms and substitute Republican or Democrat with Christian. We got to do better than that. Let's not take our own desires, our own plans, and just call them Jesus's. That is backwards God is the source of life. God defines reality. I understand that comparing my love to Jesus to to my love for football or saying that Jesus fills me up like grape nuts in the morning, I understand that. And I understand what I'm trying to do when I say things like that. But I also understand that I need to grow past that. And I want to grow past that. I want to grow to the point where Jesus is the source of truth for me. Where I want Jesus to be the standard of truth for me. I want Jesus to set my identity. To define who I am as a neighbor. As a father. As a leader. Not the culture. I understand when that pastor stood up and said, Jesus is our Michael Jordan, but we got to do better than that. We can't just replace the name of one deity with another. Jesus does more than relate to the culture. Jesus rules. Thank you for listening to this episode of Emmaus Footnotes. Join us again tomorrow for a reading and reflection on the next psalm.